Welcome to Candidate Conversations 2023, a closer look at the candidates running for the Webster Grove School District Board of Education and some of the issues that impact our community. I'm your host, Arnold Stricker from St. Louis in tune on 92.9 KWRH. And now let's hear from the candidates. We're with Joe Dahl today. She's running for the Webster Grove School District Board of Education. Joe, how are you today? I am doing well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Some individuals in the community may not be aware of you or your candidacy. Tell us about yourself. Absolutely. So I have lived in the Webster Grove School District for about 20 years. Um, I have three children that all graduated through in the school, through the went through the schools. Um, and I was involved in their education all the way from kindergarten through their senior year of high school. Um, and at that point, I decided I wanted to get more involved and ran for the school board. Um, professionally, I'm a physical therapist. I practiced for about mm, 20 years, 30 years, sorry. I'm older than I want to admit. Um, and recently, I retired as a physical therapist, and I'm now serving as a state representative for House District 91, formerly House District 83. And why are you running again for the Board of Education? You know, I think it was a hard decision for me. Um, but I think at this point, there's so much momentum going forward and so many good things happening in the district. I just felt like um, I wasn't ready to step away yet. I want to follow through with that and um, continue to see the district grow and thrive and be a part of that. Discuss two or three areas the district is doing well and two or three areas the district needs to improve upon. Um, well, we're excited to see the new APR scores come out. I guess last week or the week before, um, showing that we were fourth in the region and in the top 5% of the state, which was really exciting, especially in a year when um, over 100 schools were technically would be provisionally unaccredited should their scores stay the same. So um, I think that was that was good. Um, I think we've done a lot working on racial equity, um, including passing a policy that will put some teeth into that. But we know that that work is never done, right? There's still um, inequities in our district that we need to focus on. We know that post-COVID, there's still kids that are struggling academically. Mental health issues are at a, you know, um, incredible high. And so I think as a district, we have to look at ways to address mental health in a better way and to seek out the kids that may not reach out to us to figure out who, who's struggling and who needs help and how we can provide that. And also just to make sure kids that may have fallen behind uh, during virtual learning get caught back up where they should be. What factors do you use to measure or determine how well the district, a building, teachers, or students are doing? You know, that's a hard question because I don't, I'm not someone that really thinks test scores are the be-all, end-all. I think they're important. And like I said, our, I think our APR speaks a lot to the district. But at the end of the day, the success of our students when they graduate from high school and and, um, and find their way, whether that's to college, trade school, the workforce, I think ultimately that's the the real determinant of of the success of our schools. And I, I think you know you can't you can't look at any building or teacher and judge them or or uh, grade them based on the students because you know they only control so much. So. What is your opinion on state efforts to put individual requirements or restrictions on local school districts? 
uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a believer in local control. School boards, obviously, as we know, is elected. And I think we elect people that we that share the values of the community that want that we want to um, to provide guidance for the district based on what the community wants. And I think, you know, the state doesn't always have that and doesn't isn't always in touch with our community. Um, and I think it's hard to make state policy for local areas when you're not necessarily familiar with what the community needs or wants. What is your role as a board member when you disagree with a policy or the application of a policy, and how would you go about resolving your concerns? Well, it's interesting because I think our board has come under some scrutiny because we typically are in agreement. But I think as a board, our job is to get to a place where we we are in agreement 90, you know, the majority of the time. And you may not start out in that place, but I think through um, discussion and and debate and just talking through the the policy or whatever it may be, you have to get to a point where you can all agree and be from the same place because we know we're a board, we're not individuals. And so I think it's important just to listen and hear where other people are coming from. I think our board is fairly like-minded. And so that's not a huge challenge for us, but there are definitely times when we disagree and have to really think about, you know, what our feelings are and how strongly we believe them and decide whether we can um, you know, vote in favor of something or against it and go against the board. But typically, I think we have enough um, in common and we all have the same goal, right, to, to support the kids and make our schools as good as they can be. And so at the end of the day, typically through discussion, we can come to a, a common agreement. What can people expect from you on the Board of Education? You've been on there a while. So. I have been on there. I am the current president. And so I, I feel like I continue to provide just strong, steady leadership. Um, with with David Addison leaving, I will be the, the not oldest, but longest standing board member. And so I think with that comes responsibility of having some of the, the institutional knowledge and history of things that have gone on the board. Um, and that, that's part of the reason I'm running as well, just because we, without, if we have all new people, it will be a very young board. And I think it's important to have some, some historical reference to when you're making policies and decisions for the board. So if people want to know more about you or your candidacy, what can they do to find out about you? I have a Facebook page um, and anyone there always, well, they're always welcome to reach out to me specifically through email phone um, if they have specific questions, concerns, thoughts. We've been talking to Joe Dahl. She's a candidate for the Webster Grove School District Board of Education. You've been listening to Candidate Conversations 2023 with your host, Arnold Stricker, from St. Louis in Tune. Please vote on April the 4th. Candidate Conversations is a service of 92.9 KWRH Radio. Stay tuned for more conversations with the candidates on 92.9 KWRH.